come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 290 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And uh, Brian just got back. I did. The land of Diz. Today, as we're recording. Yes. Yeah. So, a trooper indeed. It's pretty crazy that like usually when one of us goes on the trip to the land of Diz, we miss mm-hmm. a recording. But you got usually, it all done between last session and this session. So it's it's a little weird to me to have one not be in between yeah. one recording to the next. But kind of nice that I just am fresh off of a trip as of recording yeah. and and remember things a little bit better. Yes, super fresh. Uh, if you guys were on our social media, you probably saw some stuff. If not, feel free. You didn't to go see as much as I wanted you to. I apologize for that right. ahead of time. You gotta lots enjoy people, the trip. <laughs> lots going on. So I got some live videos in there. I got some photos in there. I've actually still got some I want to put up of some of like the. The foodie guy, or not foodie guy, but uh, festival of holidays type stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's still some to come, just slow going. Nice. Well, before we get into that, because we will talk about the trip, among other things, let's go ahead and let everybody know that this episode is presented by All Enchanting Ears, Mr. Bill Schirkenbach, Yvonne Paradise, and Harry and Patricia Lords. Thank you guys for being members of buymeacoffee.com slash w-o-t-m-s and then of course we want to thank our beautiful talented sponsor get away today absolutely get away today is a fantastic travel agency to work with and if you need to get away make sure to contact them today they can get you on the most magical disney vacation uh they're going to be there for you every step of the way from the time that you book your trip until the time you return home uh we actually had a member of our group that didn't realize that the kids using art free meant that they still needed to have their own pass so while we were in the hotel they had to call getaway today and get that worked out all got worked out everything went well so like i said things like that arise they're going to be there right for you. So um, you can't beat the service that they provide as a travel agency. So, um, but they can get you to Disneyland, Disney World, uh, Adventures by Disney, Disney Cruise Line, Alani Resort in Hawaii, Disneyland Paris, whatever you are wanting to do, they can find some way, I'm sure, to help you get that done. And if you want to get a trip booked, of course, make sure to let them know about our promo code. That is Main Street Pod 10. It's all lowercase, the number one zero. That is going to be going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Disney travel package. So visit them in their office in South Ogden, Utah, online at www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That is 438-2929. And of course, that $10 could get you something pretty sweet. I was watching Magic Journeys today. 
uh, and watching them eat and drink around the festival of holidays. And uh, got to say that guava melon lassi looks really, really good. And you could get um, one on the house, essentially. From getting I'm away. here to tell you it is Yay. delicious. Yay, it happened. <laughs> well, perfect. Um, so that is it for Get Away Today. This week at the Disneyland Resort, the hours are as follows. November 24th through the 26th. Disneyland's open 8 to 12, DCA 8 to 11, and Downtown Disney 7 to 1. And then November 27th through the 30th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, DCA 8 to 10, and Downtown Disney 7 to 1. Events, of course, include Disney's Festival of Holidays and Disney Viva Navidad. Make sure you check that out while you're there. I'm sure Brian can attest that they are great events. Oh, yeah. Um, which we will definitely hear about soon soon it's coming guys it's coming but as far as closures go disneyland nothing's really closed that's not like closed for a long time yeah same with california adventure so it's basically all up and running sounds like monsters inc is back was it back on the day that we thought it was going to be it was absolutely Heck but yeah. uh we had some incidents with that so Ooh. i'm going to talk about that in a minute. Incidents on Monsters, Inc. Not necessarily terrifying. on, but... Uh, Around. We'll, yeah, about. we'll talk about that. <laughs> Perfect. Well, uh, we are going to skip the uh, Brian's Trivia Corner, brought to you by Homewood Sweet Sound Home Resort. Uh, where the For good reason. A, <laughs> yeah. The trivia is at a 90-degree angle, so that's not happening. Today, uh, we've got a lot of ground to cover so we're just going to go ahead and skip that uh for this episode but before we get into the topics which are plentiful it's like uh it's like a thanksgiving episode we've got our bounty of uh you know things to eat through the episode you know you've got your 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 topic that's your turkey you got your other topic that's your stuffing and your potatoes and your rolls, sweet potatoes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> before we get into that, uh, if you want to <coughs> contact us, you can do so by shooting us an email. Brian will give you his email right now. That would be Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. And of course, you can shoot me an email at sean, S E A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. You can also give us a call at 801 923 2455 and leave a nice little voicemail. Or you can bug us on social media. And I say that in a nice way. You won't really be bugging us uh, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Go check those out. Brian's been posting some stuff from his trip. And will sounds like continue to be posting some things from his recent trip this week. So make sure you go check that out. And then if you want to support the podcast, you can do so many different ways, but the cheapest and easiest way to do so is just to listen every single Wednesday, every week to hear 
the new word on the main street. And if you haven't, go ahead and subscribe and leave us a nice five-star review on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, um, Google Play, Amazon Music, <laughs> Audible, Spotify, and Reason. Sorry, yeah. brain fart. <laughs> Heck yeah. So uh, go subscribe, leave us that five-star review. And then if you want to support us in a monetary fashion, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. You can become a member and donate a year's worth of churros to us, or you can do it month, just one month, or you know, a steady monthly donation, or you can go buy yourself something at our T public store, which we've got a link in the show notes as well as all of our about and bio links in our social media. So go check those out. And that is it. So let's go ahead and get into this feast, this Thanksgiving feast of topics that has been provided to us this week it's been a crazy week uh <laughs> but been a crazy 24 hours yeah it's it's been wild uh but before we get into that just wanted to wish everybody a happy thanksgiving yes this is uh this is a thanksgiving week um should be good i would think for everybody spend time with your family with your friends uh and uh make sure to show gratitude for the things in your life even if you're not in the united states it's good to uh to be thankful so enjoy that this week um but yeah let's get into it uh you know let's just start with it (laughs) uh it's been all over if you haven't seen it yet i don't know where you've been yeah um but bob chapek is out and Bob Iger is back. I wasn't sure if they were really going to do it or not. I've I heard like little rumors here and there. I was like, "There's no way <laughs> Bob Iger's coming back." Uh, but he is. Bob Chapek's out. Bob Iger's back uh, for two years from today, as we're recording, November twenty first. Um, so he will be around for two years. Uh, it sounds like he's already making plans for what he's going to be doing, which is pretty nice. Um, apparently, Iger put, I didn't know who Kareem Daniel was, but apparently that was somebody that, uh, that uh, not Iger, uh, Chapek had put in charge of Disney media and entertainment distribution. And uh, we all know (laughs) that Disney Plus lost a ton of money for the company. It was like one point something billion dollars, which is crazy. Um, Yeah. So Iger got rid of him. (laughs) We got rid of JPEG and Kareem Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, Iger said over the coming weeks, we will begin implementing organizational and operating changes within the company. It is my intention to restructure things in a way that honors and respects creativity as the heart and soul of who we are. I love that. (laughs) I just have to say. Um, It's interesting because this was announced and I have yet to see one post where people are like, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. If there's one thing in America right now <laughs> that everybody seems to be in agreement on, it's uh, getting rid of JPEG. So yes. thank you, Disney, for bringing the country together in such a divisive time. <laughs> so uh, kind of funny there in a very sad way. <laughs> Sad because Disney's in quite the state right now um, because of that, because of him, I would say. Uh, but it's been interesting seeing some of the creatives make mention of this whole thing. So um, Tom Morris, I assume. Do you know who Tom Morris is, Brian? Imagine the name him. sounds familiar, but I couldn't tell you. He's one of the bigger Imagineers. He's, if you ever watch a show about Disneyland, he's somebody that they interview. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure that I've seen him. I just don't remember. Yeah, so he actually tweeted about this whole thing, and I thought it was pretty telling. And it goes along with some other stuff that I saw, but uh, Tom Morris said, I don't cry about why I'm not at WDI anymore because I did feel it was time to leave, but that guy never even took 30 seconds to stop in and introduce himself, let alone learn my history or what I had accomplished, something all the other park leaders and CEOs made it a priority to do or a point to do. So that's crazy to me that he never like went in there and was like, hey, I'm Bob Chapek. <laughs> that's that's insane to me. Yeah. Uh, that that happened. So that was a tweet from Tom Morris. Um, look him up. He he did a lot for Disney parks. I would say all over. Um, wasn't really just Disneyland or one park or another. Um, but yeah, definitely check that out. And then, uh, Josh Stedman also <laughs> mentioned this whole thing. I don't know. Uh. If you saw this, Brian, but I didn't, uh, he was saying that he's had the pleasure of meeting, pitching attractions and being around Bob Iger while working for the Walt Disney company. He was always very kind, complimentary and remembered me every time I was around him. Bob Chapek, on the other hand, had a nickname, the staple counter, as in he counted staple usage. Creative people don't do well when they are questioned about what they do what they bring to the table or analyze like they are dum-dums. It doesn't take rocket science to figure that out. So he's happy. Iger's back, I'm sure. <laughs> Staple uh, usage, really? But it's it's insane to me because that's obviously his reputation is he didn't care about the creative side. Yeah. He cared about just looking good financially, it sounds like. Well, he didn't do a very good job of that either. Did not do a good job. Yeah. So anyway, a lot of crazy stuff. Um, this article from the LA Times that I read that quote uh, from Iger from uh, had mentioned that since the news broke that Iger was returning, the stocks went up 6.3% uh, for Disney, which is nuts. Um, I also saw in this article... I think it was this article. Yeah. Uh, Disney stock dropped more than 40% in 2022. <laughs> it was at 160 a share. 
And today, of course, after the Iger announcement, it's at 97 point, well, 97 and a half dollars essentially per share. But before that, it, <laughs> it was just over 90. Um, so that's insane to me. And then they mentioned Iger grew the company from 48 billion to 257 billion. But since JPEG took over, the company is now valued at 164 billion. So that's a loss of almost a hundred billion dollars. And that cannot just be blamed on the pandemic. No. Yes, he had to deal with that. But if that's what he's going to fall back on, that's a cop out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So pretty wild. Um, I know there were people calling for him to be removed. Uh, I didn't think it would happen. (laughs) Even hosts of like TV shows, like um, who was the one that I saw? Jim Cramer that does Mad Money for CNBC. Um, The fact that even they are like saying the fact that this guy is still working is ridiculous. Right. <laughs> so I think that's uh, interesting that uh, even like TV show hosts are like, this guy has got to go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, this article talks about Kramer saying that he's like an NFL coach who loses too many games. Um. And was talking about how when they had that earnings call recently that he made it sound like it was a four-star quarter when it was a huge loss <laughs> and that he was basically delusional, which is pretty interesting. So pretty crazy stuff, but I'm hoping, yeah. I am hoping that we do see a lot of good come out of this. Um, I think Iger's got a lot of like cleanup to do. Yeah. And I Which, can't, I can't imagine it's going to be like a super quick, like fix. No, it won't be, but I'm hoping <laughs> that, cause I don't know what your experience was at the parks this week, which we'll get into that. But even the state of the parks is just not where it's supposed to be. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping to see some sort of improvement there um yeah so i did have one person comment and i think i shared this in our group chat with the collective you did i thought this was interesting uh and was curious what you thought uh but he said the folks that have turned on disney for being too expensive and not considerate enough to their fan base need to realize that Need to realize that exact mentality didn't didn't start with Chapek. It began in the Iger era. We need an Eisner again. I I responded saying I agree with the too expensive. I don't know that I do fully agree with the not considerate to their fan base. I really do think Iger was pretty considerate <laughs> to the fan base, but maybe I'm being blinded. I don't know what your thoughts were on that. No, I would agree. I think that Iger seemed to relate more with who the Disney fan base was and how to be able to really best appease 
the fan base. I mean, when you're, when you're representing a fan base that comes from a variety of different beliefs and, uh, different ideals and everything it's a fine it's it's a tough balance mm-hmm. and i feel like he understood it a lot better than chapek did um i've i would have absolutely no numbers to back it up but i think <laughs> that costs to the consumer went up exponentially from the time that Iger ended his run and handed the keys over to chapek um granted they did go up when Iger was first CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Mm-hmm. But I also have to believe that that was also in part due to the fact that they were doing a lot of things in the parks to, like, I'm, I'm obviously going to take it from that room because that's what we're here to talk about is the parks. But there was a lot going on in the parks. There was a lot being added. They were buying 20th Century Fox. They were buying um star wars they were buying marvel i mean they made some huge purchases to bring in all these different things at that point i kind of expected them to be like yeah we gotta increase the cost of some things because we're gonna be doing all these things we're gonna be putting out all this content we're gonna be doing all these things with the parks adding these lands these areas um i mean it, I, I was okay with it then. This yeah. just, with JPEG, it just seemed like a big money grab with not a whole lot um, given back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Obviously, you build a whole new land in Disneyland. Yeah. Prices are going to go up a little bit. It, yeah. It just has to. It's a business. It sucks. <laughs> when prices we don't go up. want to pay more but when i'm getting something in return right i'll pay yeah. more and i mean there's people that didn't like galaxy's edge there's That's people their problem that, right there's people that didn't think it was that great i think it's pretty awesome i even think just the environment of the land is incredibly awesome even um, if you're not a star wars fan oh yeah yeah like i went with uh our wadham's Modems for when they were doing those reservations it was like early on he's not a huge star wars guy but he thought it was a a, a great land and he had fun in there uh it's just you can still immersive. go in and respect the theming and yeah. like you were just saying the immersiveness of the whole thing mm-hmm. you don't have to be a fan of something to be able to appreciate that right. so it's like uh, Avatar, right? I hate yeah. Avatar. I think it's, it's stupid. Not, I've never watched it. It's not. <laughs> my, I already know it's not my thing. I probably won't see the new movies. I really probably don't not. care. <laughs> but I could go to Pandora and be like, "Holy cow, this is yeah, amazing." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just because of the immersion and the effects and, and yeah. all that stuff. So, yeah. Uh, I think we're in agreement there uh, that it's good when you're getting a return on your increased cost, uh-huh. but when you're just getting an increased cost with maybe even less of a return, <laughs> it's not good at all. Uh, yeah. See Genie Plus, right? Yeah. Um, see Lightning Lane, see that fun stuff. So anyway, uh, just to sum that up, Bob is out and Bob is back. So. All right. 
So good stuff. We've all been excited. We've all been seeing the amazing memes that are out there. If you haven't seen any of those, <laughs> there's just, a good one. Just get on Instagram, get on Twitter. You'll see a, a good amount of stuff there, but cool. Uh, let's just head into our next topic. I just had to throw this in here. There's only really one reason I'm throwing this in here. You'll find that out, <laughs> but uh we all know that ABC does specials at the Disney parks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, we're getting one on November 27th, which is called the Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration. And then we have one on December 25th, Christmas Day, called Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade. Obviously, the parade and such. Uh, but these are both filmed in the Disney parks, Disneyland and Disney World. Um, just wanted to go through and let you guys know what exactly to expect as far as musical performances in each one. Uh, so th- the first one, this is the one I'm planning on watching. <laughs> uh, but the wonderful world of Disney magical holiday celebration. We're going to see Derek Huff and Julian Huff or Julianne Huff, however you say it. Uh, they'll be doing such a night. My favorite things. I got a feeling medley i got a feeling i don't know what that is or such either but uh we'll have becky g whoever that is doing frosty she's related to kenny yeah possibly yeah if she busts out the what does kenny g play clarinet i don't know something (laughs) like that uh but she'll be doing frosty the snowman and what christmas means to me with chloe flower and neo Black Eyed Peas will be doing A Cold Christmas and I Got a Feeling. Interesting. Two I Got Hmm. a Feelings. Not really a Christmas song now that I know it's Black Eyed Peas. Um, Chloe Flower, Carol of the Bells, and What Christmas Means to Me. What the heck? Just rehashing everything that uh, we talked about. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is. Um, So when we get to neo i don't really need to go over it actually i do because he's doing other things all right <laughs> david foster and Catherine mcphee will be doing jingle bell rock il volo will be doing adeste fidelis also known as oh come all ye faithful which i think is cool it's an actual like religious christmas song yeah so that's cool uh jordan sparks trap trapmus melody I assume that's Christmas, like in trap music style, which I learned about recently. Uh, Marin Morris will be doing Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Megan Trainer will be doing Here Comes Santa Claus and Made You Look Medley. Neo will be doing The Christmas Song, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. And What Christmas Means to Me with Chloe Flower and Becky <laughs> G. <laughs> and then the only reason I'm going to watch this Oh, is because yeah. Run DMC is going to be performing Christmas in Hollis, which that's awesome. I didn't even know they were still a group, to be honest, because I know Jam Master J was murdered or whatever back in the early 2000s, I think. So I thought they were just done, but apparently they got somebody to replace Jam Master J. And so we still have Run, we've got DMC. And then whoever else they've got in there. So you're going to have to watch that. And uh, yeah, that's pretty sweet. So 
next is the Disney Ma- Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade. You'll have Derek Huff and Julian Huff doing officially Christmas. Black Eyed Peas, Carol of the Bells. Chloe Flower, A Liberace Christmas. David Foster and Catherine McPhee, Blue Christmas and Grown Up Christmasless. Marin Morris, When You Wish Upon a Star, the most Christmas of these. <laughs> uh, I, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> I could see like the twist there. Megan Trainer, My Kind of Present. Neo, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Il Volo, Happy Christmas, War is Over. So enjoy those. Just know I'll be watching Run DMC do their thing and then I'll turn it off. Um, yeah. Anything you want to add to that? <laughs> no, apparently the Christmas Day Parade is doing two of my least favorite Christmas songs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's all I have to add to that. Nice. Um, they had to have been filming part of this while we were there. They had a big stage set up one of the days we were nice. there out in front of the castle i don't know who it was i didn't stick around to find out didn't care to ask but next day it was gone so interesting yeah i'm gonna guess run dmc was probably in disney world since they live on the east coast i i assume they live in the east coast i have no idea considering they're from hollis queens mom's cooking chicken and collard greens Rice and stuff and macaroni and cheese. Anyway. Oh, boy. All right. John is the next member of Run DMC. <laughs> now we know who replaced him. <laughs> yep, I'll be back there DJing. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Uh, Life Day. Brian was there for Life Day, I think. I was. Right? There were actually quite a few people dressed in those like red really? robe looking <laughs> things carrying around the little white ball or whatever That's it awesome. is. I don't know. <laughs> there were, I did notice people dressed for life day. I will good. admit that. But they were uh, poor but, park goers, right? It wasn't like. The yeah, staff. they were park goers. Yeah. It, it wasn't anything to do with the staff, but it was not like a big deal Yeah, at all. So it should, there be. were people that, I saw people with Life Day shirts on and stuff. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, cool. Well, uh, yeah. Disney should take it more serious. I, th- I, think- I feel like they should do a little bit more for it. I agree. And I think the cast members in Galaxy's Edge, some of them should, at least some of them, Chewie should have a Life Day robe on. He should. And I, I never did see that. I did see Chewie once in the park, but no life day robe. So he should have had a life day robe. It's not that hard. Come no, on. No, it wouldn't be. Just do it. <laughs> it would be awesome for like the fans that like this stuff. Um, and then the people that don't get it would just be like, what's going on? Somebody would say it's life day. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. Whatever that um, is. <laughs> but they actually did have an offering that's available through January 8th. And it is for the alcoholics. Just kidding. Um, I really don't mean that when I say that. Uh, maybe you are an alcoholic. I don't know. But uh, the consumers of that. alcohol is how <laughs> we're going to phrase that. So uh, they debuted a sampler of the favorite, the four top favorite drinks from Oga's Cantina. 
so this is going to have a small version of the Fuzzy Tauntaun, the Jedi Mind Trick, the Outer Rim, and Yub Nub. I, I'm not a drinker, but I still think I want to experience the Fuzzy Tauntaun because the, the foam tingles your lips. I want to like feel that, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, don't want to really feel anything else. But um, <laughs> they also serve this with five blossom bread, whatever that is. It looks good. It looks like pretzels, <laughs> soft pretzel bread, I think. I don't know. I don't know if that's what you think it looks like, but I don't know if I'm looking at that yet. Um, anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. So, uh, yeah, it just looks like pretzel bites. Mm, yeah. With like poppy seed on it or something. So something like that. If you eat it, don't have a drug test the next day. <laughs> but uh other than that, looks looks good. It's very colorful with the drinks on there. And uh I would eat I eat bread. Any type of bread, I will probably eat it. <laughs> Cause I love carbs. So are good um and then i guess in florida doesn't really pertain to us but uh they have or they had or have a life day orb that you can hold in your hand for a photo op nice all right so that's life day teeny little life day offering there uh some big news that we received on Mickey's birthday. Happy birthday, Mickey and Minnie, I guess. Um, Toontown. Let's talk about Toontown. <laughs> so Toontown is now set to open March 8th, 2023, the day before the birth of myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like our Wadhams Modams idea of a mouse and bull run. On my birthday or for my birthday go. weekend. I like his idea. Were you paying attention to his uh, offer of grabbing a van and we all just pile in? I think I did see that. Yes. Yeah. Just saying. Anyway, <laughs> could be fun. We'll see if it comes to be. But anyway, March 8th, 2023, uh, Mickey's Toontown will be open in all of its glory. We already knew that Runaway Railway was going to open early on January 27th for the 100 years of Disney. So that will be open before. Um, I swear there was something else that they were opening early, but I think I'm just going crazy. So, uh, yeah, what to look forward to. We've got we're going to have the new Centennial Park. It has that dreaming tree in there um, with the sculpted roots for for everybody to play on. Have you watched the Mickey special yet? I know you've been on vacation. The so new Christmas one? No. There's uh, a different story of a oh, mouse. Oh, yeah, no. I, I remember that one coming out, but I have not watched it. I started it. I haven't gotten too far into it, but I did. I I know we talked about the dreaming tree and how it's like in reference to Walt or whatever, but 
they forgot about that and I really didn't know much about it. And they talk about this tree that he would sit under and draw everything that he saw under. So uh, pretty, pretty cool uh, that they've got that there and that they've got such a deep connection to Walt there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a deep cut, I want to say. <laughs> um, so that's pretty cool. So they're going to have that uh, with that fountain um, everything's going to have like a sensory experience. Um, and then of course we're going to have the, the attraction there. We're going to enjoy Goofy's how to play yard, which is going to be like an, a, a sound garden, I guess, uh, where kids can play. Adults can play with their kids. I don't, I assume this isn't like uh, adults go play here. So if you don't have kids, might just be best to stay away from here. Uh, let the kids enjoy it, please. Um, but yeah, looks like there's a lot of fun stuff there. And then you can actually go in Goofy's house and there's some sort of candy making thing there where kids can help make this candy and there's sounds and whatnot i don't think they ever actually get candy which is kind of a bummer uh, i don't know about having your kids go into goofy's house to make candy and never getting any but maybe it's a way for them to sell that yeah they make those goofy sour balls that you can get at the candy shops at disneyland maybe that's what you're making there and then you can actually go buy it <laughs> i don't know but anyway so you've got goofy's house which is pretty cool. Um, and then they've got Donald's boat that's going to like serve as a splash pad, essentially, uh, where kids can play. They can get wet. Uh, apparently, you can look in the, the windows of the boat and see like Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and I guess Webby in there. I forget about her. Um, Wasn't yeah. that basically what that was before when Toontown first opened was like a little water play area? Yeah, yeah I think so. That's but you I could thought. go on the boat and like, yeah, shoot water at people. I thought, yeah, I feel like that was the case. But uh, yeah, now I I know in its last days or years or whatever, there was no water there, <laughs> so it'll be nice to yeah see the water features back for sure. But it it looks like you can't really get on the boat, but you can be around the boat and look inside the boat. So. It's a little different, but it's cool that it's a working feature now. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, Chippendale's gadget coaster is going to be there still. I think they are just like updating the paint job and stuff like that. I don't know if they've done anything with the theming at all. <laughs> they didn't really announce anything like that, yeah. that I remember. So. It'll be there. <laughs> same same ride. Um, and then you'll have Mickey and Minnie's house. I don't know if that's going to change at all. Uh, it's still a self-guided tour. You'll still meet Mickey and Minnie. Um, Roger and Ra Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin will be back. Uh, I assume with all the changes that we didn't ask for, but, um, <laughs> but that happened. So how weird would it be if like, it reopened and it was just back to the way it was. <laughs> that would be she's great. she's no longer in her yellow trench coat. 
it's just the normal ride. Anyway, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> and then it sounds like there's two new places to eat or to get a snack or whatever. So they're going to have Cafe Daisy, where the acclaimed culinary expert Daisy Duck serves up diner classics at her sidewalk table eatery. So I'm intrigued by that. I'd like to see this menu, uh, what diner classics mean to the Disney parks. Yeah. Um, and then Toontown Farmer's Market at Good Boy Grocers, which will offer grab-and-go drinks and treats. So I assume like a fruit stand that you would yeah. find in Adventureland or on Main Street, but in Toontown. Um, probably bottled drinks like Coke Zero. That's basically all that matters. Nice <laughs> Diet Coke for some of the weirdos out there. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, I'm intrigued by Cafe Daisy, and I doubt she's actually serving it up. Oh yeah, I'm sure they should have like her in her glory come out there and serve you <laughs> your food. Uh, that would suck for the person, I imagine, uh, in the costume there. Yeah, it would. Uh, but yeah, so March eighth, pretty pretty. Nice to have a set date that you can plan on. Yeah, absolutely. For Toontown to be there. I'm curious to see like how busy it's actually going to be. I know we've got the one ride that's new. But will yeah. the rest of it be a lot more popular? Yeah, I don't know. Or will it just be, let's go to Mickey's Runaway Railway and get out? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um which I is mean, basically what it was before is like either go to Mickey's house and go or go to Roger Rabbit and go. Right. There wasn't a lot of sticking around back there. No. No. Uh, plus a lot of stuff wasn't working. So that also contributed to it. So maybe with everything working, it'll be a little bit more busy. But yeah, I'm sure March 8th will be crazy. Uh, yeah. That weekend will probably be nuts. But it might cool down after that, depending what crowds Mickey and Minnie bring in on their railway. I assume that ride will bring in a lot of people, but lingering, I just don't know. So I'm assuming that ride will be added to the a la carte list too. Probably. Or yeah. Lightning Lane. <laughs> yep. Your uh, $15 fee, $20 fee. Or more. Or more. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just in, in, interested to see how they intro the attraction because I love how Florida does it, but you're also not in like the world of tunes. Yeah. So it makes sense that you like enter it somehow. But if you're already going into Toontown, does, does that intro really need to happen? I don't know. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It will be interesting for sure. Uh, so yeah, pretty cool. Anything else you want to add to tune? Not really. That was an exciting thing to see when I was in the park. So I could see the top of the El Capitune Theater nice. back there in the back. So it's exciting. I I don't know how I feel about them opening the one big attraction early just for the hundredth anniversary celebration like it's gonna be weird in my opinion either open the land or don't open anything yeah 
That's my personal thought. However, I just thought of something when you were saying that. It might actually be nice for the opening true. of Toontown. That is true. Because if the hype has died down from the attraction, the big attraction. That is true. Then maybe Toontown would be more bearable when it reopens. Because it's not like people are rushing to go to Mickey and Minnie. Because they've already done it. True. So. That is... That's a good point. Who knows? Might might have been a really smart move on Disney's part. I don't know. <laughs> uh, instead of opening the land and just being insane. So cool. Awesome. Good thoughts there on your part, not on mine. I'm not <laughs> just lifting myself up there. So uh next thing that I thought was pretty cool. Uh, Small World had a little update when they reopened for Christmas. Brian probably saw this in person. I did. Uh, but they added a, a little girl doll that's in a wheelchair. Um, she is in the Latin America area. And then, of course, in the finale, uh, I thought it was funny because I had somebody comment on my personal page when I shared this saying they should have done two different kinds of wheelchairs. It's the same wheelchair. And I was like, I think it's the same person. It is. Because, <laughs> you know, they're in their respective areas and then you're basically in heaven or whatever is how I see it. But, uh, yeah, where everybody's just yeah one, you know, which is really cool. And it is the same clump of three people in the yeah. normal area and in the finale area. Right. Yeah. So they're holding different books, but they sing a different song in that area. Right. Isn't True. it Jingle Bells throughout? And then they do Deck, the halls. deck the halls in the finale. Yeah. So uh, I will note the basket on the head of the girl in the finale is different than the basket on the head in Latin America. The hats are a little different, but we all know it's the same person. Yep. Same people. So yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Cause obviously they kept to the same style. Looks very Mary Blair. Um, even the wheelchair, I think looks very Mary Blair yeah. style. Um, has a whimsical type style to it, which I love. And I'm pretty sure Kim Irvine had some hand in that. Uh, Cause she is very, she's our champion. I say True. <laughs> for the, the Disneyland purists that uh, want their old Disney back. She's, she's there making deals on our behalf. Um, but yeah, she's actually pictured in the article, which is why I say that. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think it says anything about Kim Irvine in here having a hand in anything, but she's great. So I'm a Kim Irvine fan. Just want to get that out there. So, yeah, I assume they looked good in person, just like they do they in the did. picture. Yep. It all looked really yes. nice in there. Love nice. it when it's Christmas time in a small world. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the last time I went on it and it was like, I want to say it was like really late January and it was just weird because like I had done Christmas and so Christmas was over for me 
but they yeah. kept it up for Lunar New Year. And uh, yeah, it was just weird. But it, it's still like very magical and Christmassy, uh-huh. even outside of the Christmas season. So cool. Well, new dolls in Small World. Pretty cool. Uh, we'll blow through this next one pretty quick uh, so that we can hear about Brian's trip a little bit uh, before we go. But uh, another big announcement that we we got this week was the return of Lunar New Year and Food and Wine Festival at DCA. So uh, Lunar New Year is going to be from January 20th through February 15th. So they're going, obviously, to have some tasty food throughout California Adventure in celebration. Um you're going to have the Mulan Lunar New Year procession. Um, lots of food, like I mentioned. There's going to be a, a it, I think it's just added on to World of Color, but it's the Hurry Home Lunar New Year celebration. Or, or is it before? It's either before or after, but uh, mm-hmm. there's a little Lunar New Year special that you get to witness says prior to world of color. So um, there you go. Um, So you'll have that. And then you'll also be able to once again, meet Raya from Raya and the last dragon over at Redwood Creek challenge trail, which is pretty sweet. I think she'd be a good one to meet, but yeah, that would be a cool one. (laughs) Cause I've never been for lunar new year. And I think that's when she was there last. So, uh, and then food and wine festival will be from March 3rd through April 25th. Um, I always miss that by a hair <laughs> when I go to the parks, but of course there's going to be a lot of food and wine and other alcohols, uh, for everybody to enjoy if they wish. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that. That is coming. Get your tickets, get your reservations booked, assuming the reservation system actually stays. Who knows? Yeah. I'm sure it will, but uh, yeah, make sure you get your reservations for those dates. And, and they then were we'll... sure. What, what was that? Oh, I was just going to say they were sure to mention that Soaring Over California Ooh, yeah. will return during that festival. So, it sounds like this might be a regular thing because when I was there for food and wine, this was also the case. So if it sounds like if you want to see Soren over California instead of Soren around the world, food and wine festival is the time to be there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I always get disappointed when I go to Disney and they have Soren over California back. And I know I'm in the minority there. <laughs> Uh, some uh, really like it when it's there some really just want to stick with world so i like it and it's nostalgic for me and i like the smells and the music however the the quality of the film just is not as good yeah that is very true it's very shaky at points and uh it's just not as nice and smooth as world of not world of color it's soaring over the world yeah uh, is the the film 
partly CGI is very smooth. So anyway, um, cool. That's uh, that's about it for the news. A lot of we've been in like a little drought of news, and it's just crazy that yeah. all of a sudden, while Brian's in the park, things like go crazy. So yeah. it's like um, somebody kinked the hose and then unkinked it. <laughs> it was Bob JPEG standing on the hose. Exactly. And they took them off and uh, so cool. Well, with all that said, it is now time to hear about Brian's trip report. Uh, it sounds like Brian's going to give us kind of a, not a play by play, but more of a, here's some highlights. Here's some things I noticed. Yeah. So pretty much uh, we'll call it a highlight reel essentially of the good and possibly the bad that Brian experienced. So Brian, take it away. I'll probably ask some questions if I think of anything, but otherwise, how was it? Well, it was, it was good. Like I will not ever complain about a Disney trip ever, no matter what happens. It's always a good time being there. Um, right. I mean, holidays, you can't go wrong. There's a lot of good things to eat, a lot of fun things to see. Um, I'm always a sucker for the Christmas fantasy parade. That has pretty much not changed at all. So <laughs> that is very consistent, very much the same as it always is, and very much one of my favorite things. Um, having to do with the parade, we did have that new popcorn tin Nice. A musical popcorn tin that does play the Christmas fantasy parade song. Um, social media made that sound like it was going to be a way bigger deal to get. And it was <laughs> very easy. Very Just easy. Walked up. Pretty much. <laughs> I'll like take we, one. <laughs> yeah, we got in um, probably about three o'clock into Anaheim on Wednesday and went pretty much dropped our stuff at the hotel one of the people we traveled with their room was ready so they got to go into their room they let us put our stuff in their room um and then they continued to work on getting our room ready while we were in the park um but we walked in and got down main street and saw the main street popcorn stand that everybody shows like the line for like <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was fresh baked that showed the line for those popcorn tins and said that people had been in line for like an hour or two to get these pop popcorn buckets. Well, the line was fairly short, but we were trying to everybody. We just got off the flight. We hadn't had time to eat anything, got in the park and we were going straight back to the golden horseshoe to get something to eat. And I looked over as we were walking in and I saw the popcorn stand there and I'm like, I, pretty sure i see a bin of those tins over there and there's like three people in line so <laughs> you go order food i'm gonna go check this out we'll see what we can do sure enough they've got the basket of tins that they have over there nice. and like no line and that seemed to be pretty consistent throughout the day every time i went through that area so if you're going looking for that tin i'm here to tell you I wouldn't worry about it. I think you're, <laughs> I think you're gonna get it. Maybe so, don't go to that Main Street stand mm -hmm. if that one's long. They are selling them in multiple places, so just 
look around at the different stands, but Frontierland, that's going to be my pro tip after this trip is to go to the Frontierland cart if you really want to get that bucket. Nice. So, and was it as cool in person as you were hoping it would be? I absolutely love it. It was worth the cost to me. Um, I think I mentioned last week I was blown away by the cost. Like I was mm-hmm. fully prepared for that to be like a $50 popcorn bucket. And after seeing it, I probably still would have possibly paid that. <laughs> like I actually really like that bucket. I really awesome. do. Um, and I kind of hope they do more buckets like this, not just necessarily for Christmas, but for other things as well. Cause it's kind of cool having that music box element to mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm glad that we got it on that first half day. I mean, we had to carry it around with us during that day, um, but I didn't have to worry about it the rest of the trip, which was nice. Um, With the worry about getting that lifted from our stroller, we kind of had that tucked up in a way, so it wasn't as visible. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that is something that might walk away if you do leave it out. Right. I mean... I would hope most people wouldn't do that, but you never know. Um, But that popcorn bucket is, in my opinion, worth the cost, worth waiting for a few people in line at the Frontierland cart. Yeah. Yeah. I say go for it if you are interested in that, even in the littlest bit. Um, I don't think they were really trying to limit me on purchases, but I just... (laughs) When I got there, I didn't want to ask for too many of them because I don't want to be labeled <laughs> that guy. I get 10. So, yeah. So I just got the one for my wife and the one for her mom. So Very I just nice. walked out with the two and it was easy. But um, speaking of how you're saying you would like to see more music boxes incorporated in popcorn tins or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I think. Maybe Disney will steal this from us. Uh, probably not, but a haunted mansion one with a music box that would be could cool. be really really cool, uh-huh. especially yeah. where they've already got the at least with holiday they have that music box mm-hmm. sound going outside anyway, and to throw that into like a haunted mansion holiday popcorn tin like yeah. that, I would buy that up in a heartbeat. But yeah, I mean, a regular mansion one would be way awesome. Yeah that music box sound that you're talking about is actually from Phantom Manor. So it's actually not even a, we associate it with the Christmas one because that's when they play it here. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, that could be cool. Little grim grinning ghost music (coughs) box or something. I would love that. That would be so cool. Have it look like a, an urn or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Um, another thing that I noticed is uh, something everybody knows go during the weekdays mm-hmm. <laughs> and not during the weekends because mm-hmm. holy cow, I, I have never had such a hard time getting through the parks as I did on <laughs> Saturday and Sunday and the end of Friday. Um, it's just, I mean, the holidays of course add that extra element and I don't know if locals are blocked out yet or not. Um, but yeah it's just it gets crazy um let's see something i was a little disappointed in there was some um different show elements in some of the attractions that 
weren't there. I mean, I had met, I had actually messaged Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean had a few of them that I was actually disappointed in. Um, even from the very get go, like in your when you're in the cave, they've got that new thing that has the skeleton on one side and then when you move over it's the human right and the octopus animatronic underneath um the human side was not lit at <laughs> all the entire time that we were there it was dark it's you couldn't even <laughs> see it it's a light bulb it could have been fixed very easily and i thought maybe it went out on our first day there and they're mm. gonna go in they're gonna fix it it's fine not one time that we That's went on that. Crazy. We went on that one a lot. We we love pirates in our family, and we went on that one a lot, and you couldn't see it. Like, I had to explain to some of the people that had been there with us that hadn't seen that yet. Like, so on this side, this is what it's showing. So it's serving as that, like, transition <laughs> between the skeletons and the, the actual people. And they're like, oh, that sounds cool. But they never <laughs> wish got I wish I could see it. Yeah, they never got to see it. <laughs> Literally a light bulb. Um, so that was a little interesting. Um, we all know the scene where the pirates are chasing. Well, I guess originally the pirates were chasing the women. Mm -hmm. Now they're after food and the women are chasing them with the food (laughs) in their hands. Um, so, um, the two at the very end, the larger woman and, uh, the other pirate that's, being chased by her um day one when we went through weren't even there they were just they were gone uh day two they were in the attraction but it wasn't rotating so they weren't moving anywhere (laughs) day three it was actually up and running so they were slowly but surely getting that one back operational and i have a feeling that that's what was going on with this next one that was the most disappointing to me is the fact that the old bill animatronic was 100% 100% missing. The cats mm. were still there meowing. There was no old Bill audio. Obviously, they cut That's the good. audio track on that. So <laughs> that really would have been weird. But I have to imagine they're working on something with it. I hope they're not thinking of removing that because I love old Bill. Old Bill's the um, best. If you don't know old Bill, he's the one that's drinking with the cats. Um, have a little old time rum with old Bill. Huh? So. I, I really like that guy. So I'm, I'm hoping that it's just being worked on mm-hmm. and that's why it's not there. Um, <laughs> the Jack Sparrow in the well scene didn't seem to be functioning the way it normally does. The Jack Sparrow at the very end by the lifts, the mouth doesn't move. Oh, no. <laughs> there were just so many things in the pirates attraction. that I'm like, ah, it's, it's just, that much to be bothersome but i mean things have to be worked on things break down but when disney put out that little video clip of their team that goes in and fixes up animatronics i'm like where are you right animatronics yeah sure you went and did your video for that one little thing but maybe we need to uh focus on other areas too. i think i commented on that video and said you should probably send those guys to indiana jones i said that same thing on that video um indiana jones we read it, wrote it one time and we actually had a breakdown i thought we were going to get walked off of that attraction mm-hmm. we did not they did finally get us up and moving 
Um, but they were making announcements. Like I thought for sure we were getting walked off, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, the ball didn't even show up (laughs) because of the restarts that we were right at the tunnel, um, where the blow darts are going. Uh So I I feel like it was just a part of like the ride getting reset and weren't fully up and running yet, but, um, I I didn't even see the ball like (laughs) at all. Um, so, and I felt bad for the people that were there with us that had never seen it, including my own (laughs) smaller children (laughs) that have never ridden that ride before. And that was Uh our one experience. We tried to do it last night. Um, but when we got over there for our lightning lane, it had broken down again. <laughs> so Shocker. they basically just switched them over to an anytime fast pass. Uh, and we got back over to uh, haunted mansion because nice. we had had passes for later that night, but we were all exhausted. So we mm-hmm. used them. We already had our, our lightning lane for that like two hours later. And we just yeah. decided to go hit that a couple hours early and then, go finish up some shopping and go home. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that happened. Uh, um, mansion was looking great. Um, the very first time we rode through one of the eyeballs was out on the wreath, but the very next day <laughs> it was up and running. Light so <laughs> they fixed that light bulb. Um, but yeah, no light bulb fixing for the pirate in uh, pirates of the Caribbean um as far as like disappointments that's really pretty much it um they did the the uh animatronic of brer rabbit on like the little like mine cart thing mm-hmm. that usually like is supposed to move back and forth i don't think it's actually moved back and forth for a while uh-huh. they still had the audio going for that but there was no show lighting on it like it was dark so that you couldn't see it but you could still hear the audio of him talking that was a little weird, but um, everything else on Splash looked really good. Nice. Like I, I feel like they've gone in and like touched some things up. Animatronics were working well, which hasn't been the case for the last little while. <laughs> there were no birds with a missing bottom beak. No, no, everybody looked great. <laughs> everybody was in place. It was just the lighting on that one was out. But I have a feeling that's just because it doesn't move and hasn't moved for a while where they had it moving when i went it could have been maybe it just wasn't moving that time so they just turned off the lighting but they forgot to turn off the sound for it (laughs) um i would say the big thing for this trip was all the holiday um foods and some of the and the sights and things and the shows like world of color season of light is fantastic as always um, I did miss the fact that they didn't open with the prep and landing sequence like they used to do with the Christmas show, but I'm not complaining at all because that show is just incredible. Um, we managed to get in the virtual queue right at noon, got our show time for the very first showing, so we didn't have to nice. stick around for the second one. Um, got there, saw it. It, was, it worked super easy. I mean, we had really close seats. And it was just, I guess not seats. We had a close standing area, um, but it was a fantastic, fantastic show. Phantasmic was great. I'm glad that that's back and up and running. And um, they don't have virtual queue for that. So or any kind of show pass for that, like they used to have. So if you're going to go see Phantasmic, 
you're basically have to make sure you get there early enough that you can get yourself a spot. I did talk to a plat about it because I, I knew that we could do a virtual queue for world of color, but I didn't know about phantasmic. And she's Mm -hmm. like, no, there isn't one for that. Um, But here's the tip. If your party can wait until the 1030 show, you're going to be able to get into that one a lot easier because after that nine o'clock show, everybody watches the fireworks moves out and a lot of people clear out of the park after mm-hmm. the fireworks and phantasmic. And that proved to be the case. Cause the night that we went to watch that, we were probably not going to stay for it. Had we had to wait too much longer. Um, but we got off mansion and it was like 20 minutes to the start of phantasmic mm-hmm. walked down, got a seat right by the water. It Nice. It was smooth. So <laughs> literally the the plaid was very correct. If you can wait until the 1030 show, do it because you're going to have a lot easier time mm-hmm. um, getting into that show. Right. But um, tried the uh, cranberry fritters at the Royal Street veranda that had an orange dipping sauce with mm-hmm. them. Super delicious. Nice. Um, highly <laughs> recommend those if you can get them. It's like a good cake donut with some chunks of cranberry in it. And that orange dipping sauce that goes with it is way, way good. So if you like cranberry orange, I would say that's something to try. I didn't try it personally, but I did hear the charcuterie pizza at Alien Pizza Planet is very good. Um, I know that the folks over at uh, Magic Journeys said it was like eating salt. Um <laughs> I have found with a few things, they might be a little more particular about things than other folks are. So just if it sounds good, try it. If it doesn't, don't try it. Um, The people that I talked to that ate it said they really enjoyed it. Um, And I did try the barbecue um, cranberry chicken sandwich over at Galactic Grill. Another good option. Um, Not a very strong cranberry taste, but still pretty good um let's see here let's go yeah let's just go over to festival of holidays real (laughs) quick um i'm just gonna kind of go over briefly the ones that me and my group had tried just kind of go over that um holiday duets we did try the southern mac and cheese it had that uh andouille sausage in it super (laughs) it, it was good if it said mac and cheese it was a good item to get. We tried pretty <laughs> much all of them. Um, at Twist on, oh, that it was one mac and cheese I didn't get. Oh no, I tried a bite of somebody else's. Never mind. Curry mac and cheese mm-hmm. was incredible. Like I could eat buckets of that stuff. <laughs> it was so good. If you don't like heat, I wouldn't go for that one. Um, but you should know that based on the fact that it says curry mac and cheese. Did uh, the did the Southern Mac have a a kick to it it did the andouille sausage did have a bit of a kick to it um not too much for me i feel like the curry mac and cheese was a little spicier personally um the locks and everything bagel nachos if you like smoked (laughs) salmon you have to get those that was probably one of the best things i ate on this trip it was so so good um and as we mentioned earlier the guava melon lassie is 
one of one thing i want to try (laughs) one of the best drinks they have there and i really really liked that Mm. um over at visions of sugar plums i did try that uh bourbon or chocolate bourbon flavored tart Mm -hmm. uh with the twix pieces very 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 rich chocolate Mm -hmm. um and i obviously if you've been listening to this show for a while you know i'm not a drinker I don't know exactly what bourbon itself tastes like, but I have to assume it smells like my bourbon soap that I have <laughs> or tastes like the smell is. Uh-huh. Usually that's pretty good indicator. If you smell something, you can pretty much get an idea of what it might taste like. Um, I didn't pick up any kind of bourbon flavoring at all. It was mostly just chocolate, but it, I almost kind of regretted getting that because me and my oldest got we both got one and he didn't even finish his. So (laughs) we probably could have just got one and split it, Mm -hmm. but it's just so, so rich. Um, Maybe if you had a glass of milk or something with it might be better, but, and and like I said, you may like that. Don't take my word for it with every one of these items. If you're going, Um, if something sounds good, you should always try it because you never know what your taste is going to be compared to mine. Um, at the Merry Mashups had the turkey poutine. Um, I personally loved it. Somebody in our group that was a little more familiar with the traditional poutine was that said it tasted like dog food. Um, <laughs> so I feel like you, cause you didn't really get like the fries element of that. Like mm-hmm. if you know a traditional poutine, it's fries, it's cheese curds, it's gravy. It's delicious. And I thought this one was delicious, but it wasn't like the fries element. It was like sweet potato pieces. So I thought that it was going to be a little more like sweet potato fries. When I read the description, uh-huh. I thought it was really good. I thought it tasted great. had a had good flavor to it, but the uh, Esquites carnitas mac and cheese at that booth was by far the best thing at that booth i highly recommend that one um slight kick not much not like the other two options Mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier um winter slider land brian tried both of the sliders (laughs) both of the sliders i actually got everything at this booth that was non-alcoholic um i got the holiday ham slider with the cranberry bacon jam that was so so good that was probably my favorite slider, and I'm a big fan of brisket, but that holiday ham slider was delicious. Um, the brisket slider, I think, might have been more of my favorite. It had the horseradish ketchup, had more horseradish to it, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't feel like there was enough horseradish to it to, to really be there and mentioned at all. Um, the cherry mango punch at that booth was probably my favorite drink I tried the entire trip. Highly, highly like the better than the lassi. It was, I, in my opinion, (laughs) it was, and I loved that lassi so Uh that I, I almost went and bought another cherry mango punch because I really liked that one. Nice. Um, we, our family probably downed at grandma's recipes three of these pumpkin layered cheesecakes. They were good, (laughs) they are way good. Like, unbelievably good um the blood orange palm limeade at that booth however i wasn't the biggest fan of very tart 
Um, and I should have expected that with a pomegranate and limeade. Uh, the blood orange did not compensate for that. Is that the one that had the uh, seeds in it? No, no, this one didn't have that. I did have, somebody did try that Christmas punch, the one that you're talking about. Um, and they said it was very, very good. Like they like the pomegranate, the Uh cranberry and everything in it. The rosemary sprig that they put in it though, apparently doesn't lend a whole lot to it more than decor. Right. Um, and I kind of wish that rosemary flavor, and they said the same thing. They wish that that rosemary flavor would have translated more into mm-hmm. the drink because they think it would have, it would have added a little bit more to it. But um, the interesting thing about that blood orange palm limeade was that they had a cookie butter syrup in with it. Oh yeah. And I, I couldn't really taste that. Um, I just, I just got a whole lot of bitterness with the pomegranate and lime that was in there. And maybe I just got too much pomegranate and lime and it just made it really bitter. But mm-hmm. um, some people liked it. Like I had a, a variety of people try it and some of them said it wasn't tart to them at all. So maybe my taster is just broken. I don't know. <laughs> um we did get a couple of the Mickey gingerbread cookies. I mean, yeah. it's it's a standard gingerbread cookie uh, from Making Spirits Bright. I really wanted to get the milk and cookies hot cocoa, but it was so warm that the days that we were in there, mm. I couldn't do it. it was, <laughs> that would be hard. It was difficult. And I wish that we would have been there a little bit later the day that I was finishing up my tabs because it did cool down quite a bit. And I just... But during the time that we were in that park, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> um, let's see the hot cocoa macaron, little too chocolatey for me. If you do like it again, it was very, very rich. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just don't do very well with really, really rich chocolate desserts. Um, my brother-in-law bought my wife a cocoa or not a cocoa smash, a, a choco smash bar mm-hmm. from I love that. Uh, Avengers campus super good but super the little rich. piece that i had was more than enough for me because it yeah. is very very rich but i do recommend those if you've got a large group or you really like rich rich chocolatey desserts it's a good share super super good and it is a good share as well as the uh pretzel there mm-hmm. i did get uh we got a couple of those pretzels and i tell you if you're walking through the park with those pretzels you get stared at more than <laughs> anything else like i was trying to we had we had ordered those pretzels there was nowhere to sit anywhere near pims so Mm -hmm. my wife took the kids and they actually found a seat finally at the uh pacific wharf area Mm -hmm. where all those different restaurants are at pacific wharf cafe casino cucamonga all that so i had to walk from avengers (laughs) campus through radiator springs into pacific wharf and i i had so many people like oh my gosh like where'd you get that feeding 10 people you feeding an army like everybody walking by had something to say about this but it was very very good um, yeah. if you haven't had those before um let's see we did have the peppermint bark bread pudding from the pacific wharf cafe that was very very good my oldest got that i only had a bite of it but it was very very tasty um one thing i will rave about is the loaded latkes at smoke jumpers Mm -hmm. grill (laughs) this had the horseradish that i wanted Uh. um 
it was the traditional latke with uh, smoked brisket topped with the, it was a dairy free horseradish cream. It, I know it says dairy free. Weird. Brian's trying something like that. <laughs> I know. Um, but it was really, really good. That brisket on those potato cakes with the horseradish cream and the onion. Mm. So, so good. Nice. I really enjoyed that. Um, over at the festival cart, we did get the gingerbread cake. I actually just ate that with my wife tonight. Um, we were eating that as we were, as I was getting on to uh, record. So I'm fresh off of that one. Very, very, very good. So if you don't, if you didn't get enough gingerbread from your Mickey shaped cookie, uh, <laughs> definitely go get one of those. I did hear the bean and cheese pupusa was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't try it myself. Um, and we also, oh, my oldest mm-hmm. got the mango trace leches, but I haven't heard his review on it. I don't know <laughs> if he ate it or not. Um, so, cause we kind of walked out with that one because he wasn't ready to eat it yet when we got it. Cause we were headed over to Disneyland for the last half of last night after mm-hmm. being finishing up our tabs and everything in California adventure yesterday afternoon. So we were, we had a uh, mobile order pickup for the actual full size gin, Mickey gingerbread men nice. over at Jolly holiday. So I had to rush over for that. So I, I still don't know if he's tried that or not, but um. <laughs> I hope that he did because I hate to see what it looks like if you brought it home on the plane. <laughs> um, but lots of really, really good things to eat. Um, that's pretty much the one of the big reasons I go to Disneyland now is to eat all the things. Heck yeah. So <laughs> that's where a lot of my review of this trip is is based in is the the food aspect. I did actually, it was kind of funny when they gave us our sip and savor passes. They ask you, of course, if you're a magic key holder or not when you're buying them for the discount and whatnot. But, uh, but anyway, we bought our passes. $59, by the way, if you guys are wanting to do that. There's no additional tax or anything on it. $59 straight up. Um, so we got our passes. The other families that we were with got theirs. We got back and um, one, of, one of our uh, friends is like, how come you got the fancy lanyard? Because they just had like this black braided cord. <laughs> They had accidentally given our family the magic key bands <laughs> that were way nice. more comfortable than that braided black cord. Uh-huh. So yeah, we ended up with the magic key bands nice. on our uh, festival of holidays pass. So, the magic is um, real. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, another cool thing that they did, we were in California adventure this day, uh, but for Mickey's birthday, we were in the park. Uh, I feel like if we would have been in Disneyland, there might've been like a sing happy birthday to Mickey mm-hmm. mouse type thing. I know they usually do that for Disneyland right. on the anniversary day. So I'm sure they, they may have done something over there for that, but everybody that walked in that day did get a happy birthday, Mickey and Minnie buttons. Nice. So they were handing those out right at the entrance to, to both parks. Um, so that was really cool. Get those right off the bat. The kids all thought that was fantastic that we were there for Mickey's <laughs> birthday. Um, and they did have a lot of different like photo ops and stuff around the resort people holding like photo pass people holding the happy birthday, Mickey and Minnie mm-hmm. signs and everything that you could get all your pictures with. Um, trying to think of anything else out of the ordinary or anything special that we did. Um, oh, 
we did uh, take our boys back. They did the Droid Depot. Nice. Um, it's <laughs> it's a money pit, just like anything else is. <laughs> it's like yeah. the Star Wars boy version of Build a Bear. Like you can <laughs> yeah. go as minimalistic or as heavily into it as you want to get. There's all sorts of different accessories. I had one boy that built a BB-8, one that built an R2 unit. So we've got one of each of those now. Um, it's really cool to do that with them. If you haven't been back there to build a droid before, if you're a big Star Wars fan, it it's pretty neat. Like you go in there, they ask you which one you want to build and they give you a little tray to go and find all the pieces on the conveyor belt that's going by. Um, so you pick your legs and your body and the head and everything. So I'm actually looking at my youngest sons right now and it's a black R2 unit. Um, he got a black and red head to it. Nice. He's got red legs and then the little front leg is blue. So he's got this little flash of blue in there with a lot of <laughs> red and black. It, it's fun, but you're sitting there as the dad and you're like, I totally would have done this thing totally differently, but you got to <laughs> right. let them do what they're going to do. They're having fun with it. Um, I mean, you pick all the little like front piece attachments and everything. Um, one thing that I will recommend if you are going back to build a droid, you can either just build the droid and get the cardboard box that they will give you at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would actually recommend getting the bundle that they have back there. Um, you get the droid, you get a personality chip and a backpack to carry your droid. Nice. in. so you can do the just droid for like 120. And then I think it's pushing $200 for the one with the backpack and the personality chip and everything. Nice. So it's a little bit more, but by the time you're done, you want that backpack anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to buy it individually and that's what happened to us. So <laughs> I'm here to tell you right now, just save the money, <laughs> just save them, save yourself the money, save yourself the money too, before yeah. you go and just get the bundle. It's so much easier that way, but it is a very fun experience. Like I said, I still don't have savvy's workshop experience. Maybe one day we'll get in there. It's just, it's, cool. it's so expensive. It's <laughs> so expensive. Um, but Droid Depot is really cool. We did, this is a big one. We did get to see Mando and the child nice. yes. in Galaxy's Edge. They started doing that. We, we were in there the very next day. Um, the day that they did start it, it actually was Mickey's birthday. And like I said, we were over in California Adventure. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see it that day. But we were walking in, and lo and behold, that's awesome. there's Mando <laughs> and Grogu, and I'm like nerding out, but we're also <laughs> rushing back to our Droid Depot booking, so we had to like quickly see him and then hurry on past, but we did, did uh, get to see him. Um, we kind of watched a little bit of the little thing that they do at the... Um, first order end of galaxy's edge by kylo's ship um i got interrogated by a a a first order (laughs) officer she was quite rude to me my wife had it on video (laughs) she was basically berating me (laughs) every which way she could find but i loved every minute of it it was awesome um she she was accusing me of 
pointing out somebody when she asked for information on who was a rebel sympathizer. And I never did point at anybody, but when she said um, that they were looking for rebel sympathizers, I did like briefly like raise my hand jokingly. And apparently she took that serious (laughs) and came out and called me out and asked what information I had. I'm not going to lie. It is a little intimidating, but I, I did love every minute of it. And so did my group that I was with. They thought that was pretty, uh, pretty comical. And before I leave Galaxy's Edge, Brian has tried blue milk. Yay. And didn't nice. care for it. What? Serious? Serious. Did you try both? Or just I did blue? try both. And I probably will never buy one again. That is crazy to me. I'm blue sorry. Milk is so good. And unless, unless they bring back the one that you tried with like the mango stuff in it or whatever. That was I would phenomenal. probably try that. But I did get the blue milk. And a buddy of mine got the. So which one do you like better? I did like the blue milk better, but it was not that thing. (laughs) It was not my thing. So get out of town. Yeah, I know, I know, I'm crazy, but (laughs) it is what it is. But so I guess the unlimited blue milk at uh, Galactic Star Cruiser wouldn't be. Yeah, it's probably not going to be a selling point for me at all. one of the little girls we were there with said that it tasted like chapstick, but she thought it was delicious. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. But nice. yeah, not my thing, but that was, I mean, other than that, everything's pretty much the same Disneyland mm-hmm. as usual. So one thing that I was a little disappointed in, in myself is that we never did get over to the grand Californian to see mm-hmm. the display of the gingerbread house. But it did make up for it that we saw the one in the mansion and seeing that in go. person <laughs> is that one looks so awesome cool this year. So, so well done. Um, I never did find it. I heard that there was supposed to be a hidden Mickey on that one, but I never did find one. Sure. You so Google it. <laughs> maybe that was a myth and there isn't actually one. Yeah. I don't know, but, but yeah, that was basically, the trip in a nutshell at least all the the special things that were going on so but yeah i've got two big questions okay okay so first were there the the lines to get your festival of holidays food were Uh they ever like crazy is it pretty easy to get your order in or do you have to wait a long time I think the longest I had to wait was maybe one or two minutes. Yeah, that's not bad. In any line. <laughs> um, so if you haven't been to the Festival of Holidays, they've got one side of the booth that is the order side and one side of the booth that is the pickup side. So you'll kind of line up down the rope on whichever side that you're you're there for. So when you're going to order, if you've got the pass, of course, they'll ask for your tabs or whatever. Um, you'll give them to them. They'll give you a receipt. Um, You'll take that receipt and go then get in the pickup line. So it kind of minimizes that. Um, I I feel like it cuts down on like people standing there just in one solid line through the whole thing Um, makes it flow a little bit better. And the nice thing is, is they've got somebody at the windows ready to take your receipt. There's a lot of them. They've got two people ready to take your receipt 
grab the things from inside the booth, hand them to you. It moves really, really quickly. Nice. So there's very minimal weight when it comes to stuff like that. Nice. Awesome. Second big question. Did you try the, what was it? Maple beignets. Oh my gosh. How did I not bring this up? (laughs) Yes, we did try the maple beignets with the maple bacon dip. Nice. Um, I had great disdain for the fact that they did not have peppermint <laughs> beignets available. Um, I did also get the peppermint churro over nice. in, in uh, um, California Adventure. Didn't disappoint. Um, I really just wanted my candy cane dusted <laughs> beignets, but the peppermint churro was really good uh, with the chocolate sauce and everything. I actually was picking up that peppermint churro on one of my live videos yep. in the park. <laughs> so um, kind of showed that to you guys when I was there, I almost tripped over somebody's kid getting back in line while I was <laughs> on that live video. Cause I was looking at my phone and not paying attention to where I was going. Um, so keep an eye out for that. If you haven't watched our live videos on Instagram yet, um, but the maple beignets, I actually did really, really like. Nice. They were delicious. The maple bacon dipping sauce was just like a maple bacon donut. Like, mm-hmm. tasted really, really good. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I just thought they were really good. I did miss my peppermint ones, <laughs> but this was a good substitute. Nice. Um, one of the people that we were with did get the um, hibiscus mint julep that they have mm-hmm. back there too they said it didn't taste overly florally uh, uh-huh. they did enjoy it uh, they weren't the biggest fan of the mint julep as a whole anyway so uh, amateurs i know <laughs> i know i did get a mint julep with my beignets just a plain non-hibiscus uh-huh. mint julep and even in the middle of winter and christmas time it's still very very refreshing to yeah to get a, a mint julep but yes the maple beignets with the maple bacon dip are i would say a must so nice go yeah, get i was them. curious about that you just yeah. didn't address it so i know and I, i'm glad that you brought that up because i didn't i haven't like written anything down i'm just kind of trying to remember as much as i can so i'm glad you brought nice. that up heck yeah cool that's all my questions yeah i mean that was pretty much it was happy to see Phil Magic again. Oh, Monsters Inc. Oh yeah, you're gonna um, tell us. It was down for how long? Like a couple weeks or whatnot. Uh-huh. Maybe like a week. I don't know. So we we're there the day that it opens back up. We're trying to figure out what we're gonna do. Um, and we see that Monsters is only 15 minutes. At this point, we're like just barely outside of the Hollywood land. Like we haven't even hit award wieners yet, but we're pretty close to award wieners right by that popcorn cart where you can get the caramel popcorn. Um, and we're right there. So you kind of have a reference point. <laughs> we're, we're close to monsters. It says 15 minute wait. So we're like, okay, we haven't been able to ride this yet because it's been closed. Let's go back there and do that. Get back there between like the two minutes that it took us from that point to get back there closed temporarily <laughs> down we don't know when we're going to be back up like you have just been closed for two weeks and <laughs> right? we're already down should be uh, working by now yeah exactly but the downside was every time we check 
the app, it was like 45, Dang. 60 minutes to get on that because it was just a crowded <laughs> day in the park. So unfortunately, I did not get on Monsters, Inc. I was very disappointed. Sad day. But um, it was nice being able to have web slingers on the genie plus mm-hmm. and not have to pay extra for that or have to wait in the massive line. Um, got to read that a couple times. I am a big fan of genie plus. I will say um, it is costly, but when you book through getaway today, you can add that to your travel package mm-hmm. and pay it over time, which makes it a lot easier to justify getting that. If I had to pay for that in the park per day, probably wouldn't do it. But I think it was at 29 bucks this weekend. Yeah, I didn't even look because I already had it. So <laughs> um that's why you book with getaway today, so you can pay it off okay. over time. So if you need to book a trip, let them know. They'll uh they'll hook you up. But I really did enjoy that. It made it really nice to be able to say, okay, this is what lightning lanes are available. Um I mean, when you're trying to manage, well, we never really had our full group of 28 most Mm -hmm. of the time, but we typically had between anywhere between 14 and 20 people together pretty much the entire time and (laughs) trying to manage that many people (laughs) getting lightning lanes to all the attractions we were wanting to do. Uh It did get a little crazy. So if you're with a big group, just know that it's going to be, it's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the easiest thing to manage, but it does save you a lot of time. Um, I would say, I would suggest just be smart about it. When you get your lightning lane, you know, you're going to be going to that area, try and find attractions around that area, either before or after your lightning lane to hit, to kind of maximize your yeah. time. Um, uh <laughs> The day that we, this has nothing to do with Genie Plus, but it just came to me all of a sudden. The day we decided to try and wake up early, get everybody fed, and go and try and rope drop, rise the resistance, it was closed when we got back there. So Shocking. Yeah, it's total shocker. But we did find a time um, when the app said it was 45 minutes. By the time we got back there, it was 60 um, but we decided just we're back here now again. Let's just bite the bullet and yeah. Wait. The thing about that line right. though, like it just moves. It moves. Constantly. It doesn't. It doesn't stop. So and yeah, now that it's it's an hour, but like you're constantly going, yeah, and it just it's doesn't not feel a bad like, hour. It really yeah. wasn't. And now that I've been through the standby line and know what the whole queue is like, mm-hmm. once you're past the outdoor portion that is an easy wait like, oh yeah there's benches everywhere <laughs> benches and it's shady and cool and i i had no problem with that there were moments where it got a little warm mm-hmm. uh, waiting in the outside part but like you were saying it moves quick pretty much constantly yeah. moving too but uh again another mind-blowing experience there and for some reason, this trip, I realized that California Adventure has to be like 10 degrees hotter than Disneyland Park is. <laughs> well, it's a and, California Adventure. It's, yeah. It's got to be hot. Well, it's like, I, I, and I feel like maybe Disneyland's just a lot more grown up and the trees are more mature there. So there's a right. lot more shade available. Uh, and when they put 
put California Adventure together, it was supposed to be exactly what you were just saying, a California Adventure. So there's palm trees mostly, right. <laughs> and those do not offer shade. No. So, and if they do, it's not very much. So it, I don't know. It's just maybe, a um, maybe they forgot to turn the heat off when yeah. it was the sun wheel. Could be. So maybe it's still got that heat going on. Maybe, but yeah. Well, that should be pretty much everything I think. Nice. So this is well, definitely a longer episode for everybody, but the beautiful thing is, is if you remember something grand, there's always there's next week. Always next week. That is you true. Can, you can bring it up, but yeah, great, uh, great feedback on the trip. Lots of stuff we covered today on top of that. So, uh, yeah, big thank you to everybody for hanging in there and, and listening to to us talk about all this fun stuff, um, especially on this Thanksgiving week. So yes. we appreciate each and every one of you. We're grateful for each and every one of you. So just wanted to get that out there. I'm sure Brian feels the same. Absolutely. Heck yeah. So uh, yeah, that is it for this week. Uh, again, if you like the show, please go ahead and share the show, the podcast, the specific episodes, if you'd like, with those that might also enjoy it. You can also subscribe and leave us a nice five-star review on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, and Reason. And of course... Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Uh, Brian's still going to post some things, it sounds yes. like. Uh, so go see, go check out what we've already posted or what he already posted uh, from the parks. Uh, join in the conversation about Mr. Chapek and Iger and uh, see what comes about here in in uh, a little bit with whatever Brian's going to post. Uh, so. Right. Go check us out there. And that is it. Again, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Please join us every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.